Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Coming up in this edition of TV Black Box, we take a look at all of Ten's major announcements from their upfronts, including a whole new MasterChef lineup. Licking my lips for that one. Andrew Proben gets snapped up by another network after his shock redundancy, which we talked about previously on TV Black Box. And we're joined by 2023 Gold Logie nominee Mark Cole Smith. Oh, shivers! Uh, welcome to the podcast where people in the industry get their news. This is TV Black Box. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello there, I'm David Robinson. Robo, whoa, 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 as many whoa, whoa, whoa. of you... Hang prob- on, hang on, hang on. You don't sound like Rob McKnight. Yeah, I sure don't. And you know why? It, it, look, <laughs> prayers have been answered. Many <laughs> prayers across the, across the television industry have been answered. Uh, Rob McKnight doesn't have a voice at the moment. He's mm. had some, uh, some throat surgery uh, and he can't talk. So just imagine him listening to this podcast going, <laughs> you can't say anything, mate. You can't talk over anyone. You can't give your own opinion. Uh, it's, it's just wonderful. And we wish him all the best. We really we do. We sure do. Uh, Get well, yeah, Robbie. Of course I, interview- I, I interrupted well, your flow, Robbo. You go. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm okay with that. Uh, that's that's the difference between myself and uh, Robbie. But listen to him screaming. Just uh, hold on, hold on. Take a moment. This is him screaming right now. All oh, I hear is the sound of isn't a pen that scribbling on a pad. No, it's just silence. That's what it is. That's fantastic. No, of course, we, we love and adore you, Robbie, and we'll get back to you soon. Because um, I can't wait to hear. Um, the man is a male Meryl Streep. You know, mm. his accents are mm-hmm. phenomenal. The way oh. that he can just flick between any nationality uh, wonderful and his singing voice second to a none a treasure but, look, trove of talent oh but you know we, we, we always have to say no to things that make us feel good so that is one of those things uh, this week so I'm your host uh, this week um, I'm, I'm Robbo uh, let's talk to now my fellow panellists uh, the viewers advocate Steve Mulk Mulky good morning uh, yes good evening afternoon and all the things Robbo I'm coming to you from the land of the dark and young mob and I'd like to pay my respects to their incredible elders past and present now robo this is going to get off the rails real quick but i'm looking forward to it no less uh now the wonderful producer of this podcast and of course weekend today abby milkerson Mm. good morning to you (laughs) hello rob oh fuck oh Oh, my god wow i'm so sorry that was genuine No, I felt it. Robo, 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 Robo. And I would like to acknowledge that I am recording on Daramorogal land and would also like to pay my respect to my respect to the elders past and present. <laughs> I don't know what I'm really thrown by Rob not being here. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's get into it. Tense upfront presentations were held around the country this morning, announcing a raft of returning and rebooted shows, most of which we have already revealed right oh, here. Oh, yeah, Black come Box. on. Here were the biggest headlines. Robert Irwin will indeed be hosting I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here with Julian Morris. That was confirmed. Mm. I love this. I talked about this a long time ago. Brilliant casting. Well done. This is another one. Oh, this is close to my heart. Bloody hell. Grant Denyer will host the rebooted Deal or No Deal. This is absolutely bloody brilliant, but I don't want to give my opinion away, so don't think that you've heard it yet, (laughs) but I think that's bloody fantastic. Ready, Steady, Cook. I love this already. It's coming back on Friday nights, hosted by Miguel. I love Miguel. Um, Miguel was there once where I cut my finger really, really badly because it was a very sharp knife, and then every time I ever saw Miguel in the makeup room or in the studio, he goes, yeah. 
How's your finger? <laughs> oh, that, that's my. That's me doing the. Look uh, at you, Rob. The, uh, Rob McKnight has just phoned yeah, yeah, in a yeah, quick yeah, Spanish I'm, accent. I'm doing the accent. Um, Miguel, I love it. This is all great. Top Gear Australia is confirmed to, to be returning, hosted by Bo Ryan, Jonathan LaPaglia, and Blair Jocelyn. Bo Ryan is also hosting Gladiators with Liz Ellis, kicking off over the summer. I love Gladiators. Anyone who's listens to the podcast, they know that I absolutely love it. And a late night news bulletin named 10 at 10, the late news was finally confirmed. Though, with a digital first strategy, it will be on the main channel at 10.30. Do the maths. I'll let you do the maths at home. Mock, now, um, really great announcement here. I I love all of these. Um, If Grant Denny is on my screens, I'm watching. Um, Everything else is fantastic. Uh, Anything else stand out for you today? Uh, Other than the fact that TV Black Box managed to reveal most of those things up front. Look, I was surprised by... Uh, the Ready Steady Cook, pleasantly surprised by the Ready Steady Cook return, and I think Miguel will do a fine job in that regard. I'm disappointed, but I'll wait to see how Top Gear Australia on Paramount Plus goes with that hosting lineup. I don't think that's the right lineup, as as I think I mentioned last week when we talked about the fact that it was going to return. Um, a big move is Paper Dolls, 10's big drama for the year, has been pushed over to Paramount Plus as a first run. So if it gets an airing on 10, it'll be a second run window a bit later. But if you want to see that 10's 2023 Aussie drama that they have been promoting the crap out of, um, it's going to be on Paramount Plus. Now, I think that's a good thing for it, but we'll have to wait and see what that looks like. The only other big surprise was the introduction for me, was the introduction that Paramount Plus is going to move to a three-tiered subscription structure. Right now, they only have one. And they're going to introduce a cheaper ad-included plan and a more expensive premium plan, which includes up to four screens and and 4K um, streaming function, which is fine, but I was already getting that on the standard plan, and obviously I'm about to lose that. Um, But, I mean, swings and roundabouts. It's really only me that watches Paramount Plus in my house, uh, other than my wife catching up on every episode of NCIS ever. Look, I think it was solid. I agree. I think that Robert Irwin is going to be a good thing. I'm keen to see NCI Sydney, which we already knew was coming, uh, but that's going to line up for us. I, I think it's really managed. What 10 did today was what both 9 and 7 did for their upfronts, which was promise not heaps and deliver. Do you think, I think though, that bringing back certain uh, properties here and, and with the people they're doing it with, was 10 the most brave, uh, Abby? I actually think, yes, I think it's easy for us mm. to kind of be underwhelmed by it because we were already aware of so many of these things. If we put ourselves in the position where none of this had gotten out beforehand and all of these announcement were fre- out announcements were fresh this we're morning, fresh. Yeah. I think we would have been super excited by it all. I think Ready, Steady, Cook, I love that that was kept as yep. a surprise for all of us. I agree. I think Miguel will do an amazing job. Um, I, yeah, I think all of the shows and all of the lineups and things that they announced were really impressive and really great. It's just that we already knew most of them already, so we weren't that impressed by it. Deepest Creepers, though, I think, as I mentioned before, deal or no deal under Grant Denyer, this is a steady hand. Yeah. This is a steady hand who will but- absolutely take that that format for the network into amazing places. I think this is, you know what, 10 casting, and I've said this, you know, before, um, with Robert Irwin um, on I'm a Celebrity, uh, Grant Denyer on Deal or No Deal. These are steady hands, and these are great, great casting decisions. I think this is fantastic. I I really love Grant Denyer. I have absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. against him. I agree when he's on something. I'll watch it. He's a steady hand. He's consistent. He's a safe choice. But it is that safety that has left me a little underwhelmed. I was excited at the prospect of Carrie Bickmore hosting it or another woman in general. I think Grant Denyer is from this talent pool that is always picked from, and that's fine, and he deserves to be, and he has earned it. But I just was excited to see someone a little more left of field. In saying that, I'll still watch it. I'm a big fan of his. I think he'll do great. I was just hoping for someone a a little different. And Abby, were you were you hoping for something, uh, someone in a sequins jacket? I, I, I don't want to put yeah, words in your mouth yeah, here, yeah. girl. I, that's the vision but, I like, had. If you're talking left yeah. of field, mm, that is the vision I had: a sequin jacket, a nice kind of high up hairstyle. You know, someone <laughs> maybe 
that rhymes with flobo, I think, mm. would have been a good choice. <laughs> um, but... $5 quiz. Anyway, sorry. Um, okay. No, it's all right. My, my concern with, with Deal or No Deal isn't Denya. I think that it, when it comes to game show hosting, uh-huh. there's probably three or four in the country that can handle it well, and we know that Grant's one of them. I think the 6 o'clock time slot's going to kill it. It is 10's ongoing problem. What do they do at 6 when it's the most hotly contested half hour of television in the country? Deal or No Deal is not going to cut through against the news. It'll be nice and a good option, and I think it will bet in okay, but... Look, one thing I think we can promise is it's going to do better than 10's, you know, first at 5, 6 p.m. half-hour bulletin. It's going to do better than that. The other concern that I have with some of the new hosting stuff, I think Graham Norton is excellent, and I think that the chat show, the, the Graham Norton show that, that they air here on Sunday nights that gets absolutely smashed uh, in primetime on 10 does not bode well for Graham Norton hosting Wheel of Fortune. Not because Graham Norton won't do a great job. He will. The problem will be that the 10 audience either aren't connecting or, or it's just a, an opportunity thing. Wherever they put the Graham Norton show, it does not rate. So how is Wheel of Fortune going to do any better with him at the, at the helm? Hmm. It's a very good question there, Malky, and we wish 10 all the best, uh, as we wish all of television. Uh, the best oh, as they move television. through to 2024. We love television. Let's stick with 10, though. It was also announced that the MasterChef Australia judging panel is getting a whole new look next year. Andy Allen will remain in his role, joined by three, three, that's it, one, two, three, mm. count them, uh, new faces, MasterChef alum and fan favourite Poe, food critic and journalist Sophia Leven, and renowned chef Jean-Christophe Novelli. Is he that hot one from uh, the the uh, the dessert one? No, Is that's a that different. Oh, that's a different one, I think. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, it, and Oh, okay, great. Okay, if he's hot, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, Melissa Leong will not be returning instead appearing on Dessert Masters, which is the show I just mentioned. Uh, industry buzz suggesting this was not by choice. Abby, mm. too many chefs in the kitchen, am I right? It is a lot, especially when you consider that they often have a guest chef each week. And I, I hope that's not something that they're then going to be giving up. But five judges is a lot. I think three too is, many. It's too I don't many. think it's all at once, though. I think it's going to be a tag-in, tag-out opportunity. With oh, Andy as the anchor. That. Well, no, no. And, and I'm, not, I'm not speaking with authority, Abby. My read right. on it is not dissimilar to the way the block judges have been played this year because Neil was mm. off in and out looking after his partner. So mm-hmm. it meant that they tapped in Marty and other people and those sorts of things. Mm. I think it'll be similar where Andy is the key anchor of the show. And then you'll see Poe and the others sort of tonight it's Andy and Poe and someone else. And tomorrow night it's Andy and the, one of the other two and blah, blah, blah. I think but, it'll be like that. But hold on, Mock, does that work though? Because if I'm yeah, a big Poe like fan, that. I want to uh, see Poe every, every week. So, oh, in, sorry, every yeah. episode rather. Um, I, if, if you're saying to me, these are the judges, because I guess I get invested in the judges. So, uh, you know, we're, we're used to having three judges. Um, Absolutely. You know, obviously tragic things have happened, uh, you know, things have moved, um, but we get invested because we think, and this is my idea, well, I think like Poe, mm. or I think like yeah. Andy. Five at like any Sean one Christophe. time, if they try to run five at once, it'd be death. It would be horrible. Mm. But so if you it's move gonna them around, to be though, a tap I then tap miss my voice. No, then absolutely. I miss my yeah. voice, though. We, we lose the connection, and Andy, God bless him, does not have the charisma to hold that thing down with a revolving seat of judges around him. I think the biggest issue with having revolving judges would be that mentoring is a massive part of MasterChef, I think more so than the block. And Mm. I think the contestants and the judges then lose that connection between each other as well. If they're switching out every episode... There's no continuity of the narrative of people improving and people having challenges and all that sort of thing that is really, really crucial to that show. So I now they could have yeah. a whole other plan though. I, you know, like I, yeah. I'm I'm making it up as much as we think it's going to be all five judges there at once, and they may have all five, but with very specific roles. Where, but it, even then, it makes no sense. Five in very specific roles across the MasterChef kitchen doesn't mm. actually work because you don't just want to go. These three are in the cooking area. And then mm. Andy and these other two are in the judging area, like out mm. the back where they all bring their plates in and offer them. That makes yeah. no sense. No. And then the Melissa Leong thing, I think she will do great on Dessert Masters with old mate mm. Frenchie. 
Um, I can't remember his name. I apologise. It's just, just so bad. He's uh, Olive, Olive the Hot. Olive the Hot. Sure. How, Thanks. I've just seen the promos. He's hot ass. The, the, challenge, the challenge is that Dessert Masters is an untested format. I think it will do fine, but I don't know. It's got multiple, multiple seasons in it, like the Big Daddy one does. Um, mm. There's some big questions over both, both formats now. Can I also suggest that Andy and Poe are essentially in the same yep. role and purpose in MasterChef in that they're both – I understand the importance of having a past contestant who can really connect with everyone and all that sort of thing, but the way they've structured it previously with having one past contestant, one food critic, one chef has worked really, really well. I don't know that you need this double up oh. of Andy and Poe. Jump back. Jump back to when we had George and Matt and um, Gary, Gary, right? Two mm. chefs with mm. like 30, 40 plus years in the kitchen, mm. plus then a food critic with significant time as well as a food critic. That worked because they came with gravitas because they had the experience. Mm. And the challenge in this is that everybody, when you add them together, have been doing their jobs for about 13 minutes. Mm. And, and, and the problem with that, though, is that there will be producers assigned individually to the, sh- to the judges. Mm. And they're yeah. going to say, Keep your voice heard. You know, get out there, do this, do this. Ugh. It's going to be the same message to both judges in mm. the way of you're a past, con- you know, contestant. Mm. You need to then get that voice out. That's also going to be a problem because it'll be, um, you know, the same message delivered to the talent. Yeah. And the talent is going yeah. to go, well, I need to be one better, one better, one better. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, look, you know, whatever keeps MasterChef on our screens, fantastic. Mm. Uh, people adore it. It's, it's, it's lovely. I, I like, I, you know, I love this dessert option. Um, yep. What's his name again, the dessert option? I, I will take two of him, thanking you. Um, read into that. Caramel sauce want. on the side. Uh, oh, well, I don't care what's on the side. Um, hey. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I adore, I bloody adore free to wear. But you know what I don't adore? These bloody streaming gouges. Oh, they're just Robo, gouges. look at you with the transitions. That's a segue for you. Uh, you know, we, we have cost of living crisis and then these bloody bastards from Netflix. Oh, my God. So, You're not a fan, uh, Robert. Well, the subscription will now have to fork out some extra cash to get an ad-free experience. Wait for this. The basic plan is being scrapped. Oh, because, we, you know, we could afford that. Who cares, Netflix? You know, <laughs> no one worries about it. Meaning the cheapest ad-free option is now, wait for it, $16.99. You know, actually, I hate that kind of pricing. It's $17, not $16.99. They're trying on $17 a month for the cheapest option for Netflix. That's over $200 a year. Get over yourself, Netflix. Mock, that's getting pretty pricey, isn't it? I'm, I'm really glad that in between those stories during the segue that you stepped out and Grandpa Robbo stepped in. Um, yeah. the... You're ready for your spot on 2GV with that little... That's right. Come on. We have some late-night talk show hosts about that. Uh, I, I still look... voted yes, though. Great. Thanks, Robbo. <laughs> um, I... I... I understand Netflix's position on this, and I actually don't think that scrapping their basic plan, which was not very different to their ad-supported cheaper plan. So, you, if you want to do the without ads, sure, it's now seventeen bucks, where before it was ten bucks, I think, or maybe whatever it was. Um, at that point, though, it was only ever just you and one screen. Like that wasn't anything that you're sharing with any other members of your family. So either you suck it up and go, well, I'll take some ads. Or you go, I'm now not watching Netflix or I'm coming up with 70 bucks a month. It's always a challenge. And the difficulty is that because they're a massive multinational, they Netflix get to set the trend around pricing, right? That That's the real that's issue true. here is that that's Netflix true. get to say, hey, everyone in the world, because they're in every country but three, this is what it costs for you to have a Netflix service. Ta-da. Very true. Um, Abby, though... <sighs> Can people afford this? Uh, like, this is this is not great. The the only thing I'll say to you though is that the Netflix player is the best in the mm. world though. Is that mm. what we're paying for? Because you and I have talked about binge. I mean, yeah. binge. You, you can you can stop on one device. What what device? <laughs> one device. Sorry, I, I turned I turned Brooklyn wow. there. Let's get a coffee. Let's get let's <laughs> walk the dog and get a coffee and then like checking out the voices. Um, going down the every park. other yeah, going down the port. Every other player is uh, look. I, I I don't mean to use a a, 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 a naughty word, but shit house. Mm. 
um, Netflix is the only one where you could literally press pause on one device, mm. you know, go to the toilet, come back, and then you'll pick up your phone and it's going to be there. No other streamer has that kind of mm-hmm. technology. Mm. Is that one thing that we're paying for? It, it is. It is very consistent and reliable. I do understand that. I just think we have so many options now. And I think with such a saturated market, you have to make yourself appealing. And so I don't understand Netflix's mm, latest options. things where they've cracked down on the password sharing, which I have been lucky enough. I don't know how I've slipped through the cracks. I'm still using my parents' account and nothing has popped up for me yet. So. Yet. That's fine. But in saying that, if that does now pop up for me and I now have to buy my own subscription, I won't be doing it because $17 a month, I can't justify that. But again, you don't have to pay $17 a month. You can go for the cheaper but ad included option. Yeah, I'm I'm just not going to do that. I have so many other options that there is so much other content out there. I think... Netflix has good stuff, sure. It has Gilmore Girls. I'd struggle without that. But for the most part, I can find everything I want elsewhere. And for the shows that Netflix has that I want, I'll find other means to watch oh, them. Oh, Abby, I don't just... want to hear the end of that sentence. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I understand. $17 a month is too much to justify. Yeah, yeah. You need to put your pirate touch on there, Abby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I understand that concern. And I think the challenge is that for the longest time, Netflix set the standard on content, on library depth, mm. on pricing even. Um, and I don't mean a high standard. They set the bar and everyone had to compete with them. And the challenge for good old Netflix now is that there are some actual other players who are comparative yeah. in price with maybe not the depth of library, but certainly some the buzzy shows. And that's what yeah. everyone is looking for. Netflix throw volume at us to try yeah. and get the buzzy shows, whereas other places aren't going for volume. They're going for, no, we think this will cut through. We think this will cut through. Mm. And or they're they're kind of throwing all of it at us, but at a cheaper price. They have a look at Prime Video subscription, mm. where you get the other selling knock on, and it's just by the way we've got this library of content. Yeah. But just this week, the the um, hot potato, the story of the Wiggles documentary mm-hmm. that's on Prime Video, is worth the price of admission for at least one month of subscription. It is yeah. so freaking good, and there's yeah. more and more is of this that an coming early in. Binge box for you, Monk. No, no yeah. well, we could say I snuck it in, little, but that wasn't yeah. the intention. I no, use no, it as an example you. of content that Netflix, like, apart from, as an example, Rick and Morty, I haven't opened up Netflix in probably three months. I was just thinking mm. that. I was literally trying to think of the last show I watched on Netflix and I couldn't tell you. Others in my family use it more than I do at the moment. Mm. Right. <laughs> Segway that, bitch. <laughs> no, no. Wait for it. I've got it. I'm ready. Segway in three, two. Well, you know who can afford all of the streaming services? Wait for it. Coming up, Kyle Sanderland's eye-watering salary for Australian Idol is revealed. I mean, he doesn't have to worry. He's got your Netflix, your Binge, your Stan, your Amazon Prime. And all the premium ones. And all of those ones as well. And one of the stars of the new SBS drama, Erotic Stories, stops by. Mm. I'm very excited about that one, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's there's no air condition where I'm, uh, uh, you know, or a recording where this is, or because I'm so excited about that. Plus, we'll find out what everyone's been watching in the TV binge box right after this ad break that we don't get paid for, but Rob does. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And a big thank you to those uh, sponsors who are helping to uh, build Rob's second home. Uh, that's fantastic, <laughs> and I wish them all the best. Jesus. Uh, now, look, SBS, uh, it was the place when I was a teenager, if you wanted to see a couple of bare boobs when you realised mm. that you didn't want to see boobs, uh, or a big, big, bloody burning bush. Um, sex you went before to SBS soccer, mate. That's what night. it was. That's sex before soccer. Mm. That's what it was. Absolutely beautiful. Um, well, now they've got erotic stories, and our very own Rob McKnight caught up with Mark Coles Smith, one of the stars, to find out what the show is all about. 
It's a big week for SBS with the launch of their new drama series, Erotic Stories. They say it's set to change the narrative of what sex and intimacy look like, delving into the delight, complexity and chaos of lust and longing. Sounds like fans of TV Black Box. Well, one of the stars of Erotic Stories, or at least the star of one of the episodes, is none other than Mark Cole Smith. Mark, welcome to TV Black Box. Rob, thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure. Now, I have to be upfront. I have not seen erotic stories yet because, do you know, I was a little, I was a little worried because trying to find that alone time with a family of three young girls and a wife, trying to sneak off to watch erotic stories. Uh, <laughs> Dad, where are you going? What are you watching, Dad? <laughs> Yes. Should I be worried well, about what I'm watching? Tell me what what's involved. Is it is it as tantalising as it sounds? Look, it, it, it is a it is a series that makes uh, sensuality one of its cornerstones. But I think um, it's it's quite a complex, nuanced, and, and really considered series. I, like yourself, haven't watched the episodes yet. I was involved in in shooting one of them, um, and I auditioned for a, a one of the other episodes. Um, and throughout that process, got a good sense of where the writing was sitting. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the, the stories are you know all episodic, and they're really, really beautiful. They're really heartfelt. They really explore um, all the different ways that people can come together and find a connection, and and all the different the different ways that intimacy, the different forms intimacy can take. And um, yeah, it's a, there's a real it's 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 really uh, I mean obviously erotic, but um, but it's also very modern and it's and it's very um, yeah it's very fresh. I, I don't know anything else quite like it on our TV at the moment. Um, and I think, of course, it is a, it's a wonderful fit for SBS. Well, SBS is doing some amazing work at the moment. And I will just mention you are in episode six. It's called Imperfect Paw Paw, and it's on November 9. So we will be looking out for you in that episode then. But it's interesting what you say about SBS because it's currently in a phase where it's doing something like the Alone series, which has just gone off. Which is yeah. in the reality TV genre, but it's still holding um, these different stories and these different tales that we're not actually getting anywhere else on Australian TV. It's doing a wonderful job of um, uh, scripted and and drama for for the modern age and for Australia. I, I feel really really proud of a, a, a lot of the work coming out of SBS and and really really stoked to have been a part of erotic stories um the uh the episode follows uh, played manny the surfer up in queensland and who, who meets layla who's kind of up there um working temporarily and it's 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 kind of a story of two people who on the surface look like there's nothing in common there and they come together and there's just this instant sort of magnetism and by sort of um, leaning into that and, and kind of going with that, they end up in this in this place where uh, they just are in a place of really deep honesty and, and, and sort of profound sort of support for each other. Um, Zara Newman is, uh, was just an absolute joy to work with. I think she brings <laughs> so much to the character. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is. It's wonderful. When I was, when I was growing up, it was funny because when I was growing up, SBS was always the naughty channel. Yes. And, uh, Friday nights. And, and <laughs> Friday Sex nights before and, soccer. That's right. And, <laughs> um, and so it's, it's, it's really funny to have come full circle and now be a part of the, uh, the programming in that, in that regard. But um, I, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel really, really proud of um, the, the episode and really excited to, um, to see the, uh, the final cut. Well, I, I promise you I will watch it. It's just been, as I said, very difficult with a young family. Um, what I wanted to know, Mark, is what's your take on the state of Australian television when it comes to drama? Because obviously we're seeing a lot of reality TV um, taking has taken over the airwaves for a lot of time. I mentioned SBS is even doing Alone and, and doing a great job with that. But as an actor, are you finding there is enough work there or, it, or do you have concerns about the state of play? 
Look, it's 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 touch and go. Um, I know that uh, it makes sense economically um, for uh, a lot of programming and investment to be going into the low hanging fruit mm-hmm. of reality television. Um, but I think that it means when we do do drama, we we often do it well. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's there's so many uh, good programs. I mean, the, the Twelve is is shooting its next season at the moment. Right. Um, uh, there's um, you know there's there's talk of another Mystery Road. Um, so we we do have we do have some really um, some really really great milestones in in, in recent um, recent scripted, but. Uh, like this year's been hard. It's been hard to kind of um, it's been hard to kind of measure where we're at. Um, uh, obviously, um, the the strikes in America have mm. had a spillover as well, um, and uh, this has been my trickiest year, to be honest. Um, in, a, in a long while, uh, there's been a lot of near misses. There's been some big projects that I thought were going to go ahead. They folded. Um, so I, I definitely say that I can observe it's sort of a period of instability in that in that regard. Um, yeah, right. I, I, I think uh, I think it's more important than ever that we yeah we make sure that um, we're we're still supporting. Um, Australian content um, from from the ground up and from from federal through to um, all of all of our screen agencies. Yeah, it's interesting to hear it from that point of view, to be honest, and that's why I asked you the question, because obviously I see the reasons why networks are making the decisions they're making, but it obviously is impacting the 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 local industry. And interesting to hear that you've seen. It sounds like uh, a few projects go by the wayside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I, I won't sort of name any, but um, no, no, I'm, I, I understand yeah, that. But, um, yeah, but it, it it has been it has been an odd year. It has been a year where it's kind of like that's something to sort of like flagged, and it's like oh, okay. There's a lot of. Um, uh, optimistic anticipation for 2024, um, and and there's sort of um, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the works, um, but um, I mean personally, I'm I'm also becoming uh, a, a lot more interested in um, production and writing as well, and so I'm I'm based back in the Kimberleys now, and and um, looking to to see what. Um, what sort of work could be created specifically for that region as well. Well, there's a lot of stories to be told up there and um, especially with everything going on at the moment. But but thankfully, we have SBS bringing you and erotic stories (laughs) to our screens. So I look forward to seeing you in that on November 9. Uh, Mark, thanks so much for joining us on TV Black Box. Absolute pleasure, Rob. Take care. Cheers. And Erotic Stories starts Thursday on SBS and SBS On Demand. Back to you guys. Thanks, Rob. That was a great chat with Mark. I I really enjoyed him in Mystery Road Origins. He was spectacular. And I've been fortunate enough to see the first four episodes of Erotic Stories. It's an anthology series. Each episode is a different story, about half an hour each. Uh, And they are sexy times. Told with an authentic Australian voice. Well, I can't wait to see them as well. Um, they'll be on SBS and SBS On Demand, a great series and a great Australian series. So that's really mm, important. Aussie that's actors, Aussie cast. TV yeah, yeah. Black Box. Exactly right. Well, let's talk more about a very famous Aussie. We call him Proben. That's Andrew Proben. Well, we remember the big man was from the ABC, but he was sacked in a shock redundancy. Well, he's been snapped up by the Nine Network. Uh, Proben will begin with Nine News in November in the role of National Affairs Editor within the heart of the Canberra Press Gallery. Oh, I love a comeback. I love redemption, especially in media. What do you make of this, Abby? Yeah, I think this is great. I think we all said it back when he was made redundant that he is brilliant. He's worth his weight in gold. He's so good at what he does. Um, Would get snapped up. Here we mm -hmm. are. Yeah, no surprise at all. I think he's a great get for nine. I was very excited when I saw the announcement come through. Um, Yeah, I think good news all around. Congratulations to him. 
Uh, Laurie Oaks, uh, Malk, uh, is mm-hmm. uh, some pretty big shoes to fill. Obviously, his waist got smaller because he lost a lot of weight, but still mm. uh, a, a very big man to fill. And we love Laurie Oaks. And uh, honestly, and all jokes aside, whenever there's an election, I love it when Laurie is brought out for it. Even though he doesn't work for the network anymore, they, they still sometimes get him to do a few things. And you just yep. know... That, that's authority, isn't it? So I guess we're looking at the, the new generation, I guess, which Andrew Probin absolutely, um, you know, can do. Uh, are, are you excited by this? And, and is this the right direction for the Nine Network? Yeah, I think Probin and Charles Croucher will make a great team as, as effectively, I think Charles is the national political editor and now Probin is the national affairs editor based in Canberra. Um, uh, what a team. Like, honestly, yeah. you can't think of... Uh, like a, a political bureau for a national network that is as well resourced with experience and safe hands as those two. I mean, there are certainly good players on, on other networks. Um, however, I think you just need to be aware that um, when you've got two that are as good as Proben and Croucher, I, I mean, seriously, we're, we're talking a big game here. Are we talking management, though? So this needs to be managed, though, because two big personalities, that's what you need, mm. right? So that's fantastic. And that's a powerhouse in the press gallery. Yes. Um, are we hoping, though, that they are managed in the right way? And do you think they can be managed? Oh, look, I, I think so. I think that they're both... I mean, Croucher has really... I don't want to say grown up, but he's certainly developed in nine and, and understands the nine machine. Proben brings great sensibilities from the ABC into it as well. Yep. And I think that that's in part why they will play so nicely together. Ultimately, though, that's nine news directors, uh, you know, Darren Wick's problem, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, and I think and, he'll and handle look, it fine he, and they'll be great. He knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and, and it's so good to have someone like Darren Wick who has been in charge of so many different talent so many different personalities, personalities to be able yeah. to go that, that can bring those two people together. I, I said this at the beginning of the podcast. We talk about safe hands. Mm. They're safe hands, aren't they, to deal with because both of them will bring such amazing stories uh, to the network. Um, and as you said, well, I, I love that. I think Proben will bring the ABC sensibilities, but will be yeah. opened up to a whole new you know, area of commercial um, sensibilities as well uh, yes. and then also uh, you know everyone else i think it's fantastic and and it's just it, it's good fertilizer uh if yeah. you know what i mean and, it, and it's great to see that they're paying people wait for this segue uh, they're paying people who are worth their weight in gold well what about this person as carl sandalands let's slip just how much he is bringing in from his australian idol judging gig Here's what he said on the Colin Jackie O show. Yeah. But it's not. He, you're right, Dean. He doesn't need Listen, it. Listen, it's over, clearly over a million dollars for three months' work. It, it, you'd be a fool not to do it. I don't know how much they're paying the others, so maybe I shouldn't have said it. That is a lot of money. That's actually epic. Oh, sorry. I'm just having, I'm, I'm having uh, heart palpitations. Oh, I'll I'm fan having, you I'm, from I'm a sweating. distance, Robo. Oh, well, I, 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 you know what? I would fan Kyle right close. I, I'll fan him on any part of his body if I can get just a smidgen of well, that beautiful pay packet. While you're fanning him, I reckon this is a really smart move from somebody who is allegedly in the back end of a negotiation with their primary employer that is allegedly yep. going to score them super mega bucks as well. Kyle needs to signal to his current radio employers what his value is to the market in other ways. And I think just casually dropping, allegedly, I'm on a million-dollar contract for my 10 minutes' work on uh, Australian Idol absolutely plays into that. If he's getting it, take it and run, mate. Like, do what you can. That is a sign of great management and that you're clearly worth it to the show. But also, I think there's a second layer to this. I love it. And I think that, look, um, I see clips from Kyle and Jackie O and, and they're both wonderful together and they work well together. I think that as talents, they are second to none. That is why they continue to climb a ladder that is increasingly very, you know, shuddery um, in this current media landscape, whether it's radio or television. Um, I think this is fantastic. I think he is a great talent. I adore Kyle. And I adore what he can bring out in Jackie. I adore what Jackie can bring out in him. This is absolutely fantastic. All of what you're saying is right, Robbo. The real question is, is Kyle worth a million dollars to seven an Australian idol? Yes. 
Absolutely. And, and, and there's no question on that because of what it can back up being, you know, Sydney's number one duo. And they keep climb, climbing the ladder. The, you know, for a long time, I think that people thought there were no more rungs on the ladder because media was dying. You know, people were leaving. Alan Jones oh, they're left. they're installing Benford their own rungs. In. There's no question. All of co- that. In, in, in exactly right. But people for a long time, I think, didn't think that was possible. And they're doing it. So absolutely, I think he is worth the money. She's the worth the money that she can get. And I know she's left now the Masked Singer. I, I understand that. Sure. But I why is he that. worth a million bucks to seven? Why? For 10 minutes work. Um, because of who he is. Pay it now. Just because he's Kyle Sanderlands and he'll say what he thinks yep. and doesn't give a yep. crap about what anyone else says. Yep. And-, and you know what? That's the point. So I, I watch a lot of uh, little clips on YouTube and, and TikTok and of old actors and they get to a point where they, they, they've been fantastic throughout their careers. The mm. woman who played Jack Donaghy's mother, she has said that, you know, she didn't care as she got older and that was the brilliance of her and that's why she was hired. She got Emmy nominations when she was in her 80s because of that kind of role. Um, mm. Kyle Sanderlands uh, uh, doesn't care, but does. We know secretly he does and we love yeah. him for it, uh, but doesn't. Um, and that's what people love about him. People want to be that in their lives. They want to be able to go up to someone and go, piss off or do this or do that. They love that. And he gives them that way of doing that. Now, even, even Jackie O doesn't, you know, say piss off to everyone and whatever. But she, we, we all live vicariously through, I think, Kyle. Uh, Kyle. And, I, and, mm-hmm. and that's the point. So um, I think that Seven is exactly right to snap him up again. We want to hear what he says. But this is the, this is the difference with the man. Um, and this is true. He has a depth of heart and a depth of dick. And I, and I mean that, and I don't mean that in a funny way, but I mean as in the way of um, he, he really does care about people, but he also at the same time understands his role and he's a dick and that's okay because we want to see the dick of him. That's probably, it's, that sounded better in my head, but you know what I mean. You know, he's got heart <laughs> and dick. I'm pretty I sure I do I know what you mean. You. Well, only time will tell if it works out, but I think it will for Seven. I think it's a great idea for Kyle Sanderlands to be part of that and I think he's worth every penny that people can chuck at him uh, uh, as he works his magic. Let's open the TV binge box now. Abby, what have you been watching? Oh, mine's getting really boring. It's the same thing every week. I'm still watching Lost on Disney+. Plus. I Good. calculated that I have to watch five episodes a week in order to finish it by the time I go to Hawaii. Holy which is, snaps. Which was my goal because I wanted to go on a Lost tour. Um, sure. to the sets. Exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. and five is totally reasonable, I think. Like, watch one every couple of days. It's only and then five a hours on the a weekends. week. Yeah. I think that's fine. Couple on the weekends, yep, yep. all good to go. Um, so yeah, I've been watching that, and that's about it, really. I've fallen. I want to watch the rest of Only Murders in the Building. I don't know if the season's finished yet. I've fallen way behind. It has. It has. It okay, has. great. I will then probably binge that in a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. And it's no spoiler, Abby. They have called for the fourth season on it too. Woohoo! I can't wait not to watch that, uh, Malky. Oh, uh, what are you watching? <laughs> Um, I've got a, a heap of things, but Robbo, I will stick to two and I will up mock and down mock a couple of things in the roundabouts mm. so that I'm not considered to be someone that just takes advantage of things. Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles on Prime Video, available right now, <laughs> is an amazing two-hour journey of the story of the how the Wiggles were born and the controversy yeah. surrounding the Wiggles in their recent career. Yes, yeah, Robbo? Weirdly, I couldn't, I, I couldn't hold on to it. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, I do love it when you derail me like this. It's fabulous. The thing that I loved about Hot Potato was that they didn't shy away from the drama. And if you remember, Mm. the first bit of drama was Greg got sick and left. And they handed over the skivvy to Sam. Sam was great. Then all of a sudden, Sam seemingly got the arse and Greg came back. Yeah. And they, in the documentary, they have an interview with Sam about it. (gasps) Oh my god! And I'm actually really yeah, keen to watch this. Yeah. yeah, and then Greg comes back and has a heart attack on the side of yeah. stage at one of their their first, like the bushfire fundraiser, eighteen plus show. Yeah, yeah. And they show him stumble off stage and collapse. Like, yeah, it's brutal what we see in some of this. Yeah, and then of course with Greg now recovering from a heart attack, we need a new yellow wiggle. Yeah, enter Emma. And yeah. all of the controversy around now, there's a girl yellow wiggle and what does mm. that mean and all of those sorts of things. And it's it's bloody amazing. They tell, I think if you pieced it all together, you'd probably go, we know most of it, but we actually get to hear it out of their human mouths. And that's a really important thing. 
Hot Potato, The Story of the Wiggles, that is on Prime Video right now and it is worth two hours. Sit down, mm. grab your popcorn, do whatever you need to do, um, wiggle in and enjoy it. It's really great. I finished a series on Apple TV Plus this week that has been around for a bit and it is, I've been slacking in following it up, but I finally got through the bulk of the episodes. It's called Severance. And Stop it, stars- it as soon as you said Ugh. Apple TV. No, Robbo, we've had this conversation. You're thinking of the wrong show. Ugh. It's not the one you yeah. think. It's not as the one you think. As soon as you said Apple TV Plus, I was like, please be Severance. That is like one of my top five favorite shows ever. I'm so sorry. Please. It continue. is competing what? for my top show of the year. It's like, fucking amazing. Ju- and, and flipping incredible. And there is a season two coming. We don't know when, but there is season two to come. I loved every part of this. Ben Stiller's direction was so nuanced. The performances mm-hmm. from the cast were incredible. I do not want to say much about it other than the basic premise is that a company uses a technology called severance, which allows you to disconnect in your brain your work life Ooh. from your personal life. And also life. Your, um, your vocal cords there. You, I know. What are you, a, a, were you a teenager there? You I'm going through lower. puberty again, yeah. Mr. Robbo. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah. It's so good. Mr. Sammy's. Oh, Mr. Robbo. He's, he's Mr. Robbo. Mr. There we go. Jesus. Um, go ahead, mate. And so it means Sorry. that when go you're ahead, at work, mate. you only have your work knowledge and your work people that you work mates with and all of that sort of stuff. You have no knowledge of outside life. And then when you leave work, it switches back into personal life and you have no memory of anything that happens at work. So you live this really disconnected oh. dual existence. It's the most it's amazing show. Incredible. It is just, mm-hmm. I can't, even just, even just to watch the opening credits mm. is a mind spit. It's so mm-hmm. great. I, that, that's my recommendation. It's nine episodes, friends. And I don't recommend actually that you binge it. I would say uh, to you, watch oh. an episode and, and then sort of percolate on it. And then maybe the next night, oh, maybe watch one or two, but don't go like hard. Watch oh, one or two, let it percolate, and then I, and that's the risk. But I think yeah. you get better bang why, for buck why, if you why? let it sit in it. Why? I think there's just more. so much supposition, and A and lot no, to there are. They really drag out all of the good questions that you will start asking, and don't mm. give you easy answers. And there's no quick answer. So mm. by the time you get to the end of episode eight, mate, there are still massive questions that need to be answered. Uh, and even I would say by the time you get to the end of the season, episode nine, there are still massive questions to be answered. Oh, and that is finale. why it's so good. That is why it's so good. I literally got up and paced for 10 minutes after I watched the final episode because I was mm-hmm. so tense. So tense. It was, and in a good way, like it was brilliant. Severance stars Adam Scott, Apple TV Plus. Do not miss a minute, but pace yourselves. It's so, so great. Can I quickly say before you get into Please. your up mocks and down mocks with Severance, yep. um, that was going to be our group binge the first week that I was allowed to choose yes. a group binge and then Rob dropped the whole segment. So oh, it was Severance and then we come back and Rob's like, oh, we're not doing that segment anymore. And I was like, oh. okay, great. So you When they released out. it, they released episodes one, two, and three at once. So if you want to do a quick binge to get a mark on it, Watch those three, and then, like I said, maybe sit for a day or two, let it percolate, and then just dive into episode episode. I think um, I watched the entire thing in one sitting. I just could it is not so stop. hard to stop, mm-hmm. so hard to stop. Up box, down box, really quickly. Um, what the FAQ on ABC finished up? Up mock that it's on ABC iView now. Uh, Gen V season one, the prequel series to the Boys, is on Prime Video. That's a pretty hefty up mock. I'm going to give you there, Roy. Uh, and of course, Gogglebox Australia season eighteen finished up last week. The celebrity episode is on this week. Haven't seen it yet, but for season eighteen, I still think that the Aussie version is good value. Up mock for that. I'm going to give a down mock to something that I was a little bit surprised about. Um, and that is, honestly, I didn't expect Heat to be as bad as I thought it was. Down mock that. Sorry, Channel 10. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Now, I, I always think um, every time we talk about uh, Severance, I think we talk about Servant. Yes. Which is also an Apple TV series. <laughs> also freaky as shit. God awful. That's a, that's a bloody down mock from me. Down mock from Robert. Servant is an awful, awful show. So, um, that's okay, fine. Um, I'm still watching uh, Chicago Med, which every time, like, it's, we don't even get to the, we, we, during the cold open, I'm already bloody teared out. I'm dehydrated for the, the cold out. open. Then we uh, teared out, I am. You need to and hydrate, through it, It's happy tears and mm. sad tears. Love all of that. Also, um, I'm a very big bloody fan of the Baz Luhrmann picture, which was Australia, which is now being <gasps> yeah. made, remade 
into Faraway Downs, which will be mm-hmm. an episodic uh, a series. Because they shot so much that they're able to then make an episodic series of it. Six I episodes. I love this movies. This is one of my most favourite films. I will hear nothing about this. is a This is a bloody big up kangaroo for me. Yeah. I adore this film. The challenge, Robo, is that six hours. Can they drag it out to six hours and still maintain our interest, yes. really? Yes. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm so excited about it. I'll give it a swing. And give it a swing. The other thing that we're going to take a swing at is uh, Rob's decision. He's not here, but I am. <laughs> Let's bring Wee. back the group binge box. Woo-hoo! Come on. Now, Abby, Abby, you said that you had one before it was cut. What's yes. the one? What's the show? What are we all watching? Severance. As Mom yes. Said, yes. It's the best ever. Watch it on Apple TV Plus and we will all be discussing yes. it next week. I yes, don't we will. What Rob says the group binge was my ha- favourite segment. How many episodes? Just the first one, Abby, or the first three? First three. First three. I was okay. going to say all nine, but I realise it might be a bit No, it could be hard. But first three. First three, definitely. And right. this is the thing, though. We're all watching it, and we also want to know what you're thinking yes. about it. So get onto our Twitter. Please let us know if you've watched mm-hmm. Severance. That's what we were missing before. We'd love to know what you think. Uh, Abby Mickelson, what a great, great choice. I can't wait get, to Thank get into you. it. Uh, you've been amazing. Tonight, you've Thank been you. wonderful. You've been Thank amazing. you very much. You well wrote done, this Robert. episode. You've done a great job. Thank you very much, Abby. Thank you. And Mulkey, thank you so much for your input. You are the viewer's advocate, and I've loved doing the podcast with you tonight. Thank you very much, mate. Thanks, Robbo. I'm a gift to the TV industry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he really is. And Robbo, I like that. Robbo, I just... a little birdie told me that someone might be back on our TV screen. <laughs> yes, this week. Robbo. What's no, happening? It's a, it's a, look, it's a quick, it's a quick cross. It's lovely. Um, we're supporting uh, the Morecambe Foundation, so Excellent. the walk for Daniel, uh, right. for Daniel Morecambe, which is fantastic. That's happening up here on the Sunshine Coast on the 27th of October, and we'll be crossing live into Studio 10 and uh, 10 News First at Midday, which is fantastic. So very excited to be part of that. Uh, Bruce and Denise will be part of that chat. Yes, Can't wait fabulous. to see them again. It'll be a wonderful uh, a, a wonderful time. So, yeah, very excited. Hey, Robbo, back a thousand years ago when I lived on the Sunshine Coast, um, they, as a part of fundraising for the Morecambe Foundation, they had a thing called the Ride for Daniel where they got together motorcyclists and we did, a, you know, a ride up the Bruce oh, Highway yeah. and back again and finished up at what was the Edamoga pub, is now called Aussie World or something, something. I got to do yeah. it twice. I think they only ran it three times. Um, yeah. And the reason they had to cancel it was, believe it or not, it became too popular. I think the second time that I was in wow. it, the third time that they ran it, they had nearly a thousand motorbikes turn up. Like it was oh my outrageous. God. It took us nearly an hour to leave the big pineapple to get started. It was crazy talk. It was one of those things that captured uh, Southeast Queensland, but also Australia. Yeah, the nation you really know, and, got and they, they're, they're able to do it. They, so they have, um, they have a ball for Daniel. They yep. also, um, obviously, the walk for Daniel. Uh, the, the Daniel Morgan Foundation travels the country talking about yes. child safety for parents and kids. It's such a wonderful thing to be part of. I, I feel genuinely bloody privileged yeah. to be able to be part of it and also talk to Bruce and Denise about what is such a really important event. So, yeah, very excited about that. Happy, thank you. Very excited to watch it. Well, that is it for the TV Black Box podcast, where people in the industry get their news. If you want to find out more, head to tvblackbox.com.au. Once again, Abby Mickelson and Mulky Mulk, thank you so much for your time. We'll be back next week, same time, same place, on your podcast channel. But, yes, you'll be back. Can't wait.